Chapter 91 of The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter 91 The Verdict and Its Effect. After the close of Dr. Juno's speech, the spectators were all removed as well as dr juno when the following wrangling discussion between the gentlemen of the commission took place well gentlemen said the president general orthod i scarcely know what we had better do with this bold man if we find him guilty of murder in the first degree as we ought and sentence him to be shot we may prove to be our own worst enemies for assuredly it will cause a mutiny in our ranks which was plainly to be seen when juno made that daredevil speech he is certainly a great bold and heroic man and i rather admire him i feel that we had better acquit him on the ground that the testimony was not sufficient to convict him but i am ready to hear your opinions gentlemen i am astonished thunderstruck at the remarks of our general and president of this court-martial ejaculated colonel fury stuck up we must strike a fearless blow now or become the laughing-stock of the whole civilized world if mutiny riot and internal rebellion are to come now is the time to let them come because the enemy is well-nigh used up and cannot take the aggressive for a long time whilst we can easily subdue the few giddy-headed rioters who were psychologized by juno's blustering sophistry and who will as soon yield to our commands as they applauded this arch-fiend again once juno is dead we will be master of the post for his like does not exist and as regards the testimony not being sufficient is nonsense did he not boldly plead guilty and after his speech will reach the masses of our people would they not spurn us and denounce us as cowards and cutthroats were we to acquit him no gentlemen he must be sentenced to death and to-morrow he should be shot for my part said colonel windy i agree with colonel stuckup this man must die as soon as possible i would myself feel disposed to assassinate him if he were acquitted therefore i am for speedy work let the consequence be what it may i call for the vote of the commission i second that motion interposed colonel stuckup who was terribly elated and stuck up over the apparent victory his speech had over general orthod's wise remarks i would like to make a few remarks before action is taken in this very important matter responded brigadier general longhead i perfectly agree with our wise experienced and eminent president who can see farther than these young men who probably are moved more by passion than discretion this man dr juno has made a wonderful and lasting impression upon our own fighting men upon whom we must depend for victory and if we sentence this fearless creature they will murder us i saw a phonographic reporter take down the whole proceedings and a friend of mine whispered to me during the time juno was speaking that compositors were then at work setting up the same for publication in pamphlets and their distribution amongst the army navy and the people will be self-evident 
the result you will see if we convict this man in sooth we may be executed by our own men before juno if we find him guilty we have made a great blunder in having allowed the people to be present in the trial and the honourable bluster gibbons's remarks about the working people were a stab into our own sides i will vote against conviction i call now for the vote ejaculated colonel windy no sir first give me a moment to answer general longhead according to his folly interrupted colonel stuckup you talk like a man who is about turning traitor or like a scared boy or a villain sir to whom do you address your ungentlemanly and illy timed remarks interrupted the president general orthod if you speak of general longhead you yourself are guilty of the charges with which you would brand this wise superior officer and i emphatically command you to make an apology to him or i shall order your arrest i did speak of general longhead responded colonel stuckup but his foolish speech made me too indignant to hold my tongue and i only make an apology by the order of our president and superior officer under any other circumstances i should resent the proposition and challenge discussion to the death your apology is accepted but in the future guard your stuck-up tongue as becomes a subordinate young officer when your words may be heeded said general orthod in a firm and polite manner he knew that this was not the place and time for bantering words but he wanted peace in his commission until the verdict was rendered there were twenty-four men in this commission nearly all were rabid orthodox conspirators except generals orthod and longhead therefore the wise remarks of these sages were not heeded and as the votes were called for without any objections twenty-one were cast for conviction and three for acquittal it was now eight o'clock in the evening and when the verdict was made public a rush by the people was made for the court-room where the commission had convened but the members of the court-martial had all left except colonels stuckup and windy who were addressing some of their friends on the fight and fuss they had with generals orthod and longhead the mob forced its way rudely into the midst of the room and cried tumultuously where are the members of the commission colonel stuckup jumped upon a table and violently called for attention and said fellow citizens colonel windy and myself are the only members in the house the rest have left groans we have worked hard to render a verdict of guilty hisses please permit me to acquaint you with a dastardly outrage groans and a move to lynch them keep silent for only a moment when you will hear who are your best friends and who your enemies cries go on go on and hurry up would you think it generals orthod and longhead did their best to acquit juno good go on quick but the colonel here and myself made strong speeches for conviction and the rest you know no sooner had these remarks been made when these two colonels were seized and dragged into the street where ropes were furnished and they were hung to the nearest trees and their swords were taken from them by the rioters who stabbed them dozens of times into their abdomens with deadly violence when the mob saw that their victims were dying 
they pinned printed black cards upon their bodies which were previously prepared with these words upon them the work of the greasy dirty mechanics the offscouring of the land and friends of dr juno the mob now moved for the honourable bluster gibbons's residence but they were disbanded before they went a square by the regulars who were ordered to fire upon and arrest them still this did not remove the perturbed spirit that had invested the minds of the working people the very people who fought against their own interest which was indelibly inscribed upon their minds by that great speech of dr juno which even the entire army and navy of this people had read by this time and which was fomenting the feelings of these hired soldiers and marines to a fever heat general orthod was appealed to by the citizens to issue a proclamation which would check this internal rebellion this threatened mutiny but he said i have advised the two young men colonels stuckup and windy who were lynched by the mob i told them and so did our prudent general longhead that our own people might become our executioners if we should find dr juno guilty but they spurned our advice and found him guilty and what is still worse is they have sentenced him to be shot to-morrow at ten o'clock in the morning which will cause a terrible scene of bloodshed i am fully persuaded that we are lost utterly lost by following the programme of the commission i have done my best so has generals longhead and wisdom who were the only members that opposed conviction all the rest were for it but general responded a parson do you not suppose that a judiciously executed proclamation would put a stop to this fearful rioting offer them good will if obedient and summary death if disobedient to your orders i will do my duty said he when he speedily wrote the following proclamation it is my duty to issue this proclamation which grieves me to the heart first all rioters or those who incite to riot shall be shot on the spot secondly i will do everything as i always have done to benefit our cause and our people but riot in our own family divides the house when it may fall which might encourage the prostrated foe sufficiently to rally his forces and continue the war after juno is shot thirdly the soldiers and citizens will heed and execute this proclamation given at headquarters in the army of the union this blank day of blank nineteen blank by orthod End of chapter ninety one